Welcome to another episode of Harbor City Local TV. Uh, we're getting ready for our charity event November 5th in the Augalli Arts District. We'll have bands, food trucks, uh, BMX. It's going to be a great day and we have some participants here with us today. Our uh, title sponsor, Morgan Financial. David Morgan's here. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, and we got John Bridges, uh, and he's playing in three of the bands that that's, day. That's right. Yeah, Tank Top, which you just heard, uh, Zed, Zedamore, and Bradley Rodriguez band. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, welcome to the episode. We're getting back to it. We were out for a little bit. Uh, our man Jesse had a little hard time, and uh, now he's feeling better, so... Uh, yeah, hard times. Yeah, hard times. Meaning face meets asphalt, hard times. <laughs> right. Uh, watch out for uh, mountain bikers out there. Road cyclists, pedestrians. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, epidemic here. I mean, we just, we, we just need more alert drivers, so <laughs> stay away, guys. But we're glad you're, you're, you're back, Jesse. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So, uh, David, Morgan Financial, moving to EGAD. Yes, you did. Is Love that, that. Yeah. By the way. And uh, you may have seen that large building. Uh, now it says Morgan Financial right on the corner of uh, US One and Augalli. Saint Clair. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Yeah, which is going to be the new um, entry for an EGAD, from what I understand. Uh, so it's a perfect position. Uh, beautiful building. Uh, how are you guys enjoying moving to? Yeah, EGAD? that'd be good. I didn't actually know that. Is that yeah. billeted to be the new? I I saw some some drawings. If it's up to Larry. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because right right now that uh, that eyesore that that blight you know right, right there the uh, the abandoned gas station mm -hmm. um, that's really going to be the the tell all you yeah. know and I and he has yet to share with me what it's going to be but right. it should be exciting knowing That'd what Larry really does. Cool. Yeah. But they're going to make that the actual. Interest. I saw some drawings about a year and a half ago right? about because they want to take the traffic off of Algali sure. there. It, it doesn't make sense there anyways. It makes sense to have the entry on St. Clair and down towards the Civic Center, there was going to be kind of more of like a roundabout and mm -hmm. it well, was going to be all landscaped and it was yeah. going to be- And that's know, a new hotel, you know, going on yeah. the footprint of Fusener. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah, I know he's got that. It's gonna be, I think mm -hmm. he's got that. Yeah. That's underway. That's going to be exciting. Soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Parking garage. We need to get parking. Well, that's, it's all included. That's it's why that's why Stephen has me because he wants my parking lot. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, it is a sexy nothing, parking lot, though, right? It has nothing to do with me liking music or anything like that. That's where this all started. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's, that's how we met. That's how I met. Needed actually. a parking lot. Yeah. yeah. You know those covered bays. You know that's what I want. I want that exclusive garage. <laughs> yeah. You know? Why don't you find me some funding for that? Can we do a podcast? One hundred percent. We we sure can. Yeah, right. definitely. Excellent. Um, so tell us about Morgan Financial. Uh, what do you all do? Well, Morgan Financial, we are a mortgage company, and we specialize in conventional and VA loans. Started the business um, 20 years ago. Actually, this is our 20th year anniversary this year. Happy so, anniversary. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> 20 years, and it, it crept up on us. And uh, uh, my long-term, long, long-term, Tia Plowman, uh, assistant, now operations uh, manager for the company, uh, she said, you do know August is your 20th year. I'm like, man, that came up fast, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, really fast. So, yeah, we did 20 years this year. And, um, yeah, the building is was a big part of our life. We uh, we moved in there in April of this year. And, uh, you know, with the pandemic and all that, we've just been running really hard since then. It was interesting building that building during the pandemic. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Um, I always wondered where the, uh, the caboose, the train car, came from. Where did that come yeah, from? That's, that so I, I originally, I, I worked, I, I rented a spot, mm -hmm. like, like a desk in that building when I first started. Well, I f first started 
with a folding table and a futon nice. right, in my house. And then the second client I ever had said, that's a little creepy coming to your house. I'm like, fair enough, fair enough. So a uh, buddy of mine, he, he told me about this. Actually, it was, um, it was Rich Workman. Actually, it was, I, was, I was working with him. He, he rented me a desk for like 25 bucks a month or something like that. <laughs> and then I had an office and then I got this and that. And then I rented half the building. And then uh, the guy that owned the building, I wanted to do some upgrades to that caboose building. And he wasn't really interested and that's fine. It was time of the year. And so mm. I made him an offer. I bought the building nice. and I upgrade. So yeah, the caboose was there. The story is, is that I think either caboose was there or he, he brought it in and then built a building around the caboose. Nice, yeah. perfect. Yeah, it's a cool little building. and. Um, uh, everyone said, you're going to sell it, you're going to sell it. And I'm like, I, I don't know, how, how can I sell the caboose building, man? I mean, I, <laughs> so I, I feel like I raised my children in there. No I'm not talking about just the employees. I'm like my real children. Right. That's, <laughs> like, a, that's like a legacy. Yeah, it, it is. It's so, a unique property. So I don't, yeah, I don't. I, it's a cool building. I, I see that being in my life for a long yeah. time, man. And yeah. that's that's north on US 1. Yeah, yeah, just north of. Mm -hmm. um, very cool. Yeah, I drove driven by it a thousand times just thinking. What is that? Wouldn't it be you fun know? if I could take the caboose and bring it to bring it, like yeah. put it on the on the roof or something like that? You know, <laughs> I don't think exciting. I don't think the district would like that. If but, uh, anybody knows how to do it, it's, a, it's an Air Air Force uh, yeah. veteran. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can figure out the logistics on that. Yeah, a little right? Chinook, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe two. Right. So mortgage financing. Um, you guys have a specialty. Yeah, we specialize in um, actually VA. That's mm -hmm. that is what I cut my teeth on. I love mm -hmm. VA loans and. Um, and conventional loans. So, but our specialty, our unique, I guess, selling proposition is this, is that we, you know, we close loans in um, average under 10 days. Mm -hmm. So I would even say under eight days, because we can take a loan from start to closing in under eight days, but the law requires that we actually take a full eight days. And we did that and not, you know, our claim to fame, and I, I'm, I'm giving a, a lot of love to my, my team down there, that we did that with, um, while our competitors had superior technology. And they, even back when we did this, they were closing on average 30 to 45 days with superior technology. And we did it just brute force, you know, with just under 50 people. And we got this thing down to we have a consistent output where we can start a loan and we can finish it and close it up in less than eight days. And most of the time we're sitting around waiting for the, uh, for the real estate agent, the, uh, <laughs> the client. Not that they're slow, it's just they just don't need to close that fast. Right, right. But for us, you know, it, it, we get quality uh, fast. That's, that's our thing. And we, and we do that by specializing. In, in a narrow focus instead of trying to do everything we do two products right now a couple other products very very well and i was about to ask what the average was so you say 30 to 45 days uh i don't i don't know what it is right now i mean yeah. the market's you know really slow with the interest rates that, that, have, that have gone up and people yeah. are, are just now adjusting to that right um because the yardstick they're using is is it's unfortunate it's just going to take time so when i bought my first home in 2001 i pay out my rate was 7.375 you know, rates are just below that right now or in around that thing. So it's the shock. Once that shock goes away, you know, it'll it'll come back. But and it's really just because they got so low, right? Like I, I was talking to my yes. dad the other day about uh, interest rates and, you know, he said seven, seven's great because right. he remembers back in the 80s when he was paying 12, you know, 14 percent. And that was just how it was, you know, so seven. Right. You, you know, know, so Joe Harris um, is the CEO at Morgan Financial mm -hmm. and he says <laughs> seven. What's what's wrong with that? If you rent, that's a hundred percent. You're giving a hundred percent of your possible gains to a landlord. Right. I mean, why not buy a house? It's it's just shock, man. And yeah. I understand it. Yeah. And we're just waiting. So I would say right now the average closing, I would probably there's no reason to hurry up. Yeah. So it's like we're still 
getting them ready to close mm. in, in under 10 days. Mm. So, right. so my operations team stays practiced, but mm. um, closing isn't the issue right now. It's just getting consumer confidence back and saying, hey, listen, it's not as bad as you think it is. The yardstick you're using just needs to be adjusted. Right. Mm. What you're measuring against. And don't rent. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, don't do that. As I'm about to go into a rental. Well, that's because you're selling your house. It's true. That's, that's a different ballgame. Yeah. That's yeah, a strategic definitely. move. That's, yes. <laughs> that's a right. smart move. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I feel mm. better now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so, um, what is the uh, Morgan Financial mission? Like, what do you bring to the public? Well, our mission is the mission for the company is my personal mission mm -hmm. is that I want to create an environment for others to prosper. Mm -hmm. So I, it took me a while to come up with that. But when you, when you, when you tear that apart and you think creating an environment for others to prosper, that, that includes everybody. That includes the consumer. That includes the real estate agent. That includes the title company. That includes the appraisers. That includes everybody in the transaction. And it, and if, if you can keep that mission and, and, and have your employees and everybody in your team working on that, they're always concentrated on, am I creating an environment for others to prosper? You know, toxic companies, when I read in, in I think it was Harvard Review once, 85% of the people wish they got hit by a bus before they got to work. I mean, that's I'm, pretty bad. That, that's pretty <laughs> that's bad really when 85% of the people, I mean, they, they, they just dread coming to work. I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, that's awful, man. Yeah. If I had to do that, yeah. I would just die. So, you know, that's part of where that, you know, creating an environment for others to prosper is that, you know, if people enjoy where they go, and it feels family and it feels, you know, homey and folksy, then everybody uh, prospers. And so we keep that in mind for outside the company, too. Are we doing right by um, the community, even outside of it? And I, th and I think the culture, because I've, yeah. I've been a fan of Morgan Financial. Yeah. I've helped some buyers with, with your products that yeah. you got them into. And it's uh, and it's always just a fun atmosphere. Yeah. The culture is really cool. Yeah. You have the, the, the learning uh, and 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 that, that engagement with with your your fellow uh, uh, associates and, and agents in the area, you know, always keeping the products fresh mm -hmm. and keeping them trained and, and and tuned in. You know, yeah, so. like Joe's Joe's um, keeping uh, keeping your business on track. Mm -hmm. That's in the theory of the mission of yeah. of creating an environment for others to prosper. Because think about it. if he's if he's helping real estate agents or whomever he's helping with the, the business even you jesse helping mm -hmm. your business keep on track that just makes it easier for us yeah. and one of our core values is have fun right mm -hmm. and so if someone doesn't know what they're doing sure on the other side of the transaction it's not too fun man because now you're <laughs> okay. now you're having to carry the weight for everyone so yeah thanks for mentioning that because yeah we, no it's a, it's a great work, culture joe and the companies yeah. work really hard to push that keeping your business out on track yeah yeah it's, it's and, I, fun. and i imagine those types of Anytime someone's spending a bunch of money, it's immediate, you know, uh, conflict, really. It's immediate, um, you know, defensiveness, you yeah. know. So how, how do you create that atmosphere for someone on the other side, you know? Education. Yeah. yeah. Because, because there's a, there's a I guess it's a, it's a disparaging or derogatory uh, uh, idiom where buyers are liars and sellers are cheats. Mm -hmm. And so, but that's just because they don't understand one another. Mm -hmm. And so when you, like, Something that's very unique from Morgan Financial, and this will go as long as you know I'm in command there, mm. is that we don't tell a person, Jesse, you're going to get this loan. We give you options. We educate you on each one of those options, and then we let you pick because now you're in control. Right. You're not just being pushed on this, this transaction. And then when you come to us and say, hey, listen, I'd like to do um, – uh, a pay option loan with negative AM interest and all this kind of other stuff, and I'd like to, you know, do it stated income, no doc. I'm like, no, you actually don't. But here, right. instead of me just telling you that, right. let me show you what happens if. So when when you hear this information out there on the news, and you're like, man, that sounds wonderful, mm -hmm. right? 
listen, there, there, is, there is no gimmicks in finance. Uh, trust me, it's all mathematics. It's finite. And so right. you just, that's what I pride myself on. I've done that from day one. It's how I cut my teeth. It's why I got into the business is that I educated young troops when I was still in the service. I said, listen, this is what's going on here, okay? And so it's, you know, salespeople you know, mm -hmm. can, can, can lead you in a direction that you might not need to go. Mm -hmm. But if you give all the information, otherwise uh, intelligent person will make the right decision for themselves. Educate and they feel so. way better yeah. about the transaction when they made a decision versus, man, I don't really know what I just bought. You know, that's scary, especially, man, when you're talking about the biggest investment of your life. Right of your life is that house. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people eat that at retirement to survive. Mm -hmm. And so you set a guy right. up with a bad thing that blows up on you. That's just, you're doing a disservice to yourself and the community and as far as I'm concerned. 100%. And I'm a math educator. So like when I'm watching commercials or sales and all these things, to me, it's all just manipulated statistics. And some of it, you know, not all so, of it, right? Not everybody's bad. But you know, there are some little tricks there that they and, do. And I think that's where connotation comes from, right? Because the common consumer has no clue they do not it has to come to a level of trust mm -hmm. and you know to me education solves everything everything so it's interesting to hear you say that you mm -hmm. know to convey you know trust from not only your the person you're working for but you know the other side too right. it's pretty interesting mm -hmm. um now has that always been a like a morgan family you know backbone or is that something that comes from the military a little bit of both you know, this is obviously a personal philosophy of yours that you're bringing to this business, you mm -hmm. know. It's a personal philosophy, but it's also yeah. a very logical uh, um, yes. policy. I'm a yeah. logical guy, I yeah. mean, to a fault sometimes. Um, but no, I, I got into this business, or this business found me, mm -hmm. um, because I was, uh, I was the executive officer to a colonel, and mm -hmm. I was supposed to handle his low-level stuff. Okay. Troop comes to me one day, says, hey, Cap, can you help me with this? Good faith estimate. That's what they were called back, to day, back in the day. Mm -hmm. Jesse, you remember that? Right? Good oh, faith yeah. estimate. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what's this fee? What's this fee? What's this fee? Because I don't know, Cap, that's what I'm here for. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. is this the loan officer? Is this the guy, mm -hmm. right? right? Is this the guy that, that gave you this thing? He goes, yeah. I said, do you mind if I call him? He goes, oh, I don't mind if you call him. Okay, well, I didn't plan on being in a negotiation that day, but right. I get the loan officer on the phone. <laughs> I'm like, what's this fee? What's this fee? And I didn't know anything about mortgages, right? I'm just mm -hmm. quizzing the guy. I found out, man, I'm in a negotiation with this cat, right? And so all of a sudden, right? He drops these wacky fees he couldn't explain. The interest rate, <laughs> <laughs> the interest rate goes down, right? This guy, this kid, I, oh man, I wish I remember his name. He's a sergeant. But he's looking at me while I'm doing this. And, and at the end, I say, okay, listen, Sarge, this is what's going on. You're not going to have to pay this couple thousand dollars of fee because I don't even know what it is, and mm -hmm. he doesn't either. <laughs> and then the interest rate drops your payment about 100, 150 bucks a month. And um, that's, that's the end of the story. You got any questions? He goes, his jaw dropped. Um, price was faceless. <laughs> I mean, price, priceless his face. Right. And then he, he goes, really? I said, yeah. I was like, are we good here? Get back to work, man, right? Because <laughs> so, remember, I'm a little hardcore in the military at the time, right? Mm -hmm. well, he must have told everybody in the squadron in the base because my line out the door grew like oh, that's hilarious. all the way out there, right? To where I'm at. I came home and I told my wife one day, I said, baby, I, I think the mortgage industry is gone. Man. <laughs> <Okay>. so, <laughs> so I just left the battlefield, that battlefield, went over this battlefield and mm -hmm. started slaying it with for, for, um, for troops. So, yeah, um, you talk about philosophy. Mm -hmm. um, it's easy. It's fun, man. Yeah. It's actually a lot of fun to take a guy that's completely confused and scared to death mm -hmm. and inside of an hour and a half. They're like, man, I, I'm ready to buy this house. Nice. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's cool, man. It's trust. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, cool. So uh, what is your favorite part of being a small local business in Brevard County? Oh, leadership management. I love, I love training people. I love, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, owning, 
own it, I mean, just every day. It's it's like being quarterback of a football team, man. You, every mm-hmm. time you go out on the field, you get you get four downs. Mm-hmm. The opportunities are endless. Mm-hmm. I mean, every every play is different. And uh, it's strategy, problem solving. You know. Audibles. Yeah, Aud- <laughs> ah, I love the audibles, man. <laughs> yeah. so, and I, I'm serious. I get to meet good folks like you and mm-hmm. Jesse. And, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I, I love what I do. I, only, I do not consider it work. And I know that's probably cliche, but I, I don't. This is just what I do, man. I get up and I do my thing. It doesn't feel like work. It's, it takes effort, but it, does, it doesn't hurt. Right. I'm not one of the 85 percent. Let me tell you that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I can't wait to get to work sometimes. <laughs> That's the best. Well, and I think, you know, a lot of, you know, workers. I used to be admissions counselor over at Kaiser University. I talked to people about going to, you know, their next job or what they're going to train in and all that all the time. And, you know, people just have no clue what their next job is. They come in for nursing. We talk a bit and realize that they're better for x-ray tech so when you're you know but it's still healthcare. um so when you talk about these you know this calling that you fall into um i think a lot of people are scared of taking that leap into their Mm -hmm. calling you know they need their money they need to take care of their family Uh, and so taking that step uh, towards a calling is takes a lot of guts um or a lot of ignorance well, <laughs> or yeah. daredevil, or yeah. you just got to screw loose in your head a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. Hey, let's just go open this company. You got you two kids and a wife, that I don't matter. Let's just <laughs> open up a business. But yeah. if you can put yourself in that 15%, you know? <laughs> Too fun. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Uh, so what brings you to the uh, EGAD Arts District? So this is a fun, fun story. So um, Rob Beckner with um, Lettle Beckner Robertson, um, I met him through a guy named Jamie Ostrander who works for first wave i'm not trying to pitch these companies i'm just trying to we're a small community so <laughs> sure. everybody knows these things so i met rob a long time ago i'm just telling you how i met rob so i called rob and i said i needed space because i was i was up in rockledge in that building i was I, i'd run out of space i just moved people down to the caboose and that place was like putting people in a closet it was awful <laughs> i felt so bad about putting my team in there so i said i need more space right so i called rob up and i said hey listen there's a beachfront property man i was like if i could swing this thing because at the time it was priced very well on the ocean right mm-hmm. so rob you know this is a cute shout out to rob on this one it, he he told me straight up because you don't want that property it's not going to fit your needs it's going to fit someone else's needs it's not going to fit your needs and so I just listened to him, and um, I said, all right, well, find me something. This is what I need. He calls me back like a week later in the Oasis Church, right? Mm-hmm. This there. It had three contracts that fell out because of COVID, right? Oh. So we knew what it was worth. He right. knew what it was worth. The seller th- didn't care. He knew it was worth. And so the seller made me a tremendous deal. He, uh, I got the appraisal. I got the inspection. I got everything, and he, I bought it at what the appraisal was at, mm-hmm. right? And then Rob turns me over to Greg's to Stark with Stark Arctic and he and I start to brainstorm and I said he goes what kind of building you want I said you ever seen that show billions with all the glass mm. I was like I want one of those shows I want one a building <laughs> like that he goes let's see what we can do right <laughs> and then my good friend my old and long-term friend CEO um, owner of Rush Construction he's in my CEO group um, he and I got together and I'm gonna tell you what if it wasn't for Rush Construction I tell you right now that building wouldn't have got done in a year and this is a plug mm-hmm. to him because we had to do so many what's called uh, value engineering or re-engineering where we didn't have floor stringers, we didn't have nothing, because there's no product because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so we would figure out better ways to do it and talk about fun, man. I mean, yeah. yeah, so that building had a plan. Right. And that plan was not the plan. And, it, <laughs> and so, but we got that in COVID, we got that building finished. You saw what it was like before, just a block yeah. box, yeah. right? Yeah. To what it is today. And we did that just, it was under a year. It was like just right at a year. 
Um, yeah, you guys, we were, did you guys were cooking on that. Yeah. One. Well, that yeah, was Rush, man. That's a cool. That was Rush. Movie. That was Greg's to Sark. That, that me, I, I probably caused more problems than I helped because <laughs> I was changing things on the fly. You know, and that causes problems. But uh, big shout out to those guys, and that's how I got there, man. And then when when I as I was doing it, I went, man, this is a fun little town. This is a fun is. little part of Brevard. I'm you like, you got a brewery across the street. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I got a brewery. And then Joe Harris and I were like, man, when's the last time you got to go just walk from your office to go get something to eat? We'd have mm-hmm. to drive back and forth, back and forth, wherever. So. Hey, I'm really happy to be in, in, in Ogat, and I, I think I might have set the bar, too, for Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all right, come on, let's Yeah, do it's it. a great neighborhood. That's actually where yeah. I'm moving to. Um, but the great thing about down there, and I I mean, I guess communities like to help each other out, but uh, they love promoting EGAT, and they love promoting mm-hmm. each other's businesses. So coming into that is going to be um, pretty fun to watch, I yeah. think, for me. just I, I like watching it, you know. I like watching business work together, yeah. you know, and it, uh, it's interesting. Excellent. I love EGAD. Most of, uh, to be honest, that's why the festival's there. Mm-hmm. Um, other than just me, you know, being into the arts and music and all that. Uh, Kyle, the owner of, Inter- one of the Inter- Intercoast owners, was the drummer of my second band oh, for nice. a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good friends with all the guys over at uh, Traditionals and Salty Fox, and I mean, this is basically my crew. Standard Collective. Standard Collective. Yep. So when we talked about doing a festival, it was, yeah, let's do a festival where we all hang out, you know, yeah, yeah. and it just worked out. Yeah, because logistically, having stages all around an art district probably isn't the easiest thing to manage. No, it'd be easier over at Wickham Park, right? But we don't promote any sort of business at Wickham Park. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just us. Uh, and, and it's a destination, and yeah, we could probably make more money through ticket sales and stuff like that. But it doesn't have the community vibe that we have right now. Um, and as a nonprofit, you know, that's more valuable to us. You know, uh, yeah, we want money; we need it. But uh, we also want to make sure that we're promoting the arts, education, and community of uh, value. Um, awesome. So, speaking of the festival, what are you most excited about? Well, we watched you play, brother. That's nice. what it is, right? Yeah. I know. I, yeah. Sixty foot dry. That's yeah, right. Yeah. No, I, I just, I love music. As you and I talked, yeah. um, you came to me originally um, to, um, to, for, to use parking lot or to right. say, hey, is it okay, is it okay if we use the parking lot? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, sure, but what do you got going on? That that turns into me being the title sponsor. Right. Um, but I, I'm an enormous music fan. So is uh, my son. He, he's a he, he is a singer. Was a singer and. Oh, okay. um, and so I, I'm looking forward to um, going down there with the family and seeing you guys. And uh, and next year, of course, I can't wait to blow it up even bigger. I didn't yeah. know you had it. Too, well, I wasn't in a guy. Right. Yeah. And to speak on that Wickham Park versus thing, I don't think if you put it the venue, the venue in a guy is perfect. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. that's way better. It's just way more quaint. Right. Than if you had a, a you know, I think it'd be a little cold. Uh, no, I, that, I agree. That's exactly, at Wickham yeah. Park. But yeah. I, I I like the fact that each stage is named after. The, I know, right? The, you know yeah. the 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 parking lot you know the yeah. venue you know so island rukava stage yeah. and and your pineapple stage yeah. and intercoastal you know and so the, the stages are branded after yeah. who's hosting it right mm-hmm. talk about working in a small community yeah that's 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 fun that's fun stuff. and i you know i enjoy like the the event ends at nine so then people the people that are there can then go and you know go to pineapples go to intercoastal go to traditionals cottage and you know speaking of which is there an official after party there's my two, question. two. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, well, there's so pineapples. Yeah. Has, essentially, what we did is, you know, we in the past we've kind of promoted the event till the end of the event. Right. 
but then pineapples and intracosa would keep going and we would call it an after party well now we just keep those stages going you know we just fill it up with more music and just keep it going and so it's like an unofficial official after party type situation sure um uh traditionals is putting something together for mm -hmm. afterwards uh the cottage always has uh, some music but pineapples intercoastal will still have their stages going on afterwards yeah um <laughs> Every time you pitch this way, I get more excited. So. <laughs> it, 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 there's like a hundred bands, man, yeah, right? on uh, seven stages. Uh, so much it, music. It's so much, and it's all original, all local. Um, I think the we we have some people from out of town, but they're from here, you know. So it always has a Brevard connection to right. it. Uh, and the stage closest to Morgan Financial has more of the punk and metal type bands, and then you get to the main stage where there's kind of uh, other than us, I guess, uh, some of the more radio-friendly type situations and uh, and the kids' stage. Uh, and then that's similar to Intracoastal, similar to Pineapples. And then we added the Black Box Blackout stage this year. Mm. Um, Kristen Warren had a Black History Month event uh, in February, and it was great. And we said we need to bring this culture to... This is part of our Brevard culture. It needs to be shown. Uh, so we've been able to add some jazz, some gospel, and some uh, um, hip-hop a little bit to the uh, festival that wasn't there before. And that's that Funky Dog? No, that's nope. at the uh, municipal lot right next to Island Route Cava Bar. Oh, okay. There's a mistaken idea out there that the Island Route Cava Bar stage is next to the Island Route Cava Bar. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that makes sense to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. You know, but um, he wanted his stage on the other side of the event, and then he he puts his kava truck in the middle of the event, and then basically he spans the event. Smart. You know, he markets the you know to the whole thing, and yeah, yeah I think it's smart. Yeah, smart. Um, so uh, that's why it's not at Island Rue Kava Bar because he's an intelligent person, <laughs> and he wants to market to the complete festival. Well, you have a map of the festival, I recall, on your Facebook page, right? Uh, the we posted a map. Um, there's another one coming, and it'll be uh, through the socials, uh, one with more parking options, and uh, we're working on some other parking ideas. But I would Uber in and Uber out myself, especially if you're drinking. Um, I hate the idea of someone coming to this charity event and then getting in trouble afterwards. Uh, that's also part of the reason that we ended around 9 in the main festival. Uh, I used to work in a big restaurant in the area, and we do street events, and uh, any trouble that I would have to deal with as management was always after 10 o'clock mm -hmm. uh, when the party drinkers come out. Yeah. Um, so the bars can handle the party drinkers, and, <laughs> there you go. and the charity stays clean, you know, <laughs> so we end at, you know, at around 9 o'clock. It's family friendly, is what you're saying. It's family friendly, yeah. yeah we have our family zone, um, character artists, face painters, uh, henna drawings, uh, henna art, um, Little Sports is bringing on an obstacle course. Uh, and then the Groove Shack and Love Hut will be doing a musical petting zoo where kids can kind of interact with other instruments. Um, and then we have uh, the um, Civic Center. Uh, Parks and Rec is uh, sponsoring a uh, BMX, an anti-bullying BMX uh, situation coming out. Uh, so there'll be some, some backflips and tail whips going on uh, down in the... Uh, down by the Civic Center. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely family-friendly. Um, about 80 vendors, 10 food or drink trucks, 
and a hundred bands. And nice. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be. It's massive. It's, it's, it's fun. crazy. It's such yeah. a fun small time. feat. Yep. Yeah. So what's next for Morgan Financial? Next year, next festival. Next festival. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into all kind. Not when I say I'm into all kind of stuff. Obviously, um, uh, mortgages. We're always uh, always trying to make it um, easier, faster, more enjoyable for the client. That's with mm -hmm. the mortgage side of it. But me personally, um, no, I fell in love with the development piece of it, putting mm -hmm. that building together. And uh, so, yeah, when the um, when the economy stabilizes and we uh, figure out, you know, what because it will. I mean, the mm -hmm. economy's a little wackadoo right now, but it's just the pendulum swings very fast and then it starts to slow down. And then, um, yeah, I, I'd like to I'd like to put my foot back into the development piece. I had a I had a really good time um, building that building. It's like a adult Legos. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you know? awesome. Like, I got I got an adult. You know the green board for the Legos. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm finding me the next green board to <laughs> put my Legos together. That's pretty excellent. Yeah. yeah. We're um, in the funding and development stage right now of creating our school. Um, we've had some uh, warehouse space uh, promised to us oh. at a discounted price, and we've done a partnership with FIT's CAMID program. But uh, the school we're creating is a, a culture and career school. So not so much uh, college focus, more of, you know, you're going to learn some sort of art or music situation and you're going to go through an internship nice. so we're really focusing on a lot of those uh you know it doesn't have to be at-risk kids but usually the at-risk kids are at risk because they don't you know either have the opportunity or the care for mm -hmm. you know college and that's what most schools are really focused on um so we're trying that's to it. create something and not that. everybody's stem not everybody's like ready to go to to you know just that that engineering that that real mind and tactical math mathematical you know way there's just a lot of people with different minds and yeah. guess what you give them a paintbrush and all of a sudden you know they're picasso well and you know stem to me is incomplete i'm not a math and science guy I'm, but, i know you know I, I love it but stem is incomplete you know a lot of what's being motivated these days is steam i don't know if you've heard <laughs> of steam but you put the a in stem art you put art in, oh, all right, in okay. stem is steam uh because those science ideas you know, social media over here, you know, <laughs> they have to be marketed correctly mm -hmm. and, you know, or engineering, like you just talked about, the development of your building. There's an art feature to engineering. Um, yeah, it's yeah architecture is more art than function. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, awesome. You know, we're talking about the bands and we have John here from, uh, uh, tell us your bands again. Uh, I'm in Zetamore, Tank Top, and the Bradley Rodriguez Band. And they're going to be performing that day? Yes, all uh, three. Uh, what stages are you going to be on? Uh, Tank Top and Zetamore are back-to-back -back on the main stage. The, the um, Against the Green Tattoo stage. Main stage. That's yeah. right. And then uh, we got to book it over to Intracoastal, and Bradley Rodriguez Band is playing there at 6 o'clock. Excellent. Now, you do other, you know, we're going we're gonna to get to those bands, but... Uh, what else do you do? I mean, you're, you have so much more going on. That's right. Uh, I also have a 90s cover band called Smashing Pixies. We do Smashing Pumpkins and Pixie songs. Damn. Yes. Yeah. I've heard about it. I got to I gotta go see that. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's so yeah. much fun. Love, love, yeah. love, love me some Frank Black. Yeah. Yes. All right. And then um, I'm a full-time music teacher. So yeah. actually, this is uh, last, last year was the first year that some of my students played at the music festival. And now there's like five or six different artists that are 
at one time my student. There's uh, tone deaf pedestrians. They're mm-hmm. uh, still associated with Groove Shack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Groove Kids are going to be on the intercoastal stage. Yep. Kristen Warren was one of my students at one time. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, Nyla Lois mm-hmm. is on there. And I'm probably forgetting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Casey Gardner in Fields of Saturn. He also mm-hmm. does guitar lessons with me. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. How, yeah. how does that feel? You know, making that. So, I mean, performance is one thing. Right. You know, but as an educator, it's like, you know, seeing your work in another person is, I mean, that's pretty intense. Yeah. it's It leaves me speechless every time. Yeah. I, I just, it, there's no greater feeling. Yeah. Who, who out of your group, and maybe we don't want to answer, but um, you know who's the uh, who's the all star that's going to be you know playing in Orlando and Nashville, and like who's who, who's going to make that dramatic jump? Man, <laughs> put me on the spot. Mm-hmm. I really think Nyla Lois can go places. Yeah, I agree. She's yeah. uh, she's fourteen, maybe or no, I'm sorry. She started with me when she was twelve. She's fifteen now, mm-hmm. and then. Um, She's already re- released, recorded, produced, written mm-hmm. several EPs and singles, and also has her hand in like putting a band together. Performs as a solo artist, and is she's already talking to me about putting a third band together. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's playing twice. She's playing at the Intercoastal stage. Okay, and then she's uh, uh, the headliner of the Groove Shack stage. Um, well again, deserved. <laughs> yeah, um, she just cut a, a track with uh, Four Thirty Steps out of Orlando, yep. which is a hardcore band, and I'm really interested to hear what she's doing with the hardcore band. She can scream. It's so. Oh, cool. I know she can scream, but <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping they didn't go that route right. because we we were talking to her. Two Sixty Foot Giant was talking to her mm-hmm. about potentially doing the uh, like the chorus of a. Uh, one of the things I love about hip hop is that they get down on their verse, yep. and then their chorus is some, you know, the hook. A, yep. The hook. Yeah. Right. And uh, I was watching this um, interview with uh, Alice Cooper, and he was commenting on how you know he loves the intensity and the feel of you know modern metal, mm-hmm. but it's lost the, the hook. Song? Yeah, where's where, the song? yeah, it's lost the hook. Yep. And and hip hop figured it out in the '90s. If if you can't do it, get someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Nyla, you know, is a superstar. Isn't it interesting that like tables have turned and that modern rock and metal music is all keyboards and synthesizers mm-hmm. and plugins and the best guitar hooks are in rap and hip hop right now yeah it's, bl- it's blowing my mind <laughs> well it used to be the best uh blues and rock uh licks were always in hip hop for That's a while true. there yeah. yeah um and so you know that that sharing is i mean that's music you know it's uh th- there's more in common than you know outside uh and speaking of those backing tracks and like like uh, have you seen ernie play yet yes yeah, I saw him at Rubik's. So he's um, basically our MC at the Island Root Cava Bar. Oh, cool. So he doesn't exactly have a set. He's got the 15 minutes between each band for him just to shred. And just shreds. And yes. Yeah. He is, <laughs> it, he, I used to be in a band with him uh, really? called a Union of, uh, 10 years ago. And he's the best guitarist I've ever worked with. Um, he's insane. Talent-wise. Mm-hmm. Matt and Wes are pretty damn close, really. But he's... Sorry, Ernie. You're you're a headache to work with. Um, <laughs> Musicians can have the egos, yeah. Yeah, um, and he just can't work with anyone. So finally, he put together. He's a solo artist that, you know, put together all these backing tracks, and he just shreds over it. No vocals. He's like Ingve Malmsteen out or there. Or Buckethead <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that's funny. Um, but he's funny, so he's going to be a good MC for that stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Tank Top is basically. 
I heard there was a version of Tank Top before Knickknacks, or correct? It, that's true. Let me give you a brief rundown on that. Yeah, on okay. So uh, Christopher Neil Walker and mm-hmm. Andrew Kennedy started a two-piece band called Tank Top. Okay. And Chris met JC, and JC started singing with Tank Top, and then started contributing songs towards Tank Top. Mm-hmm. So that's when they became JC and the Knickknacks. Mm-hmm. Then I joined a few months later. And then, you know, we lasted for a few years, got to play the social, had a great time. There's a bit of a falling out, but everything's back to good <laughs> now. And so they, uh, in the meantime, they reformed as Tank Top. Right. So now I'm in Tank Top. So uh, that's basically the history of those two bands and how they're kind of kind of one band, but with, right. you know, different drummers. <laughs> so there's like 20 years of this band now. It's coming 15, up on 10. Yeah, right? it's, it was, uh, they formed in 2013. So okay. next year will be 10 years of. It just seems like a, a version of that band's been around forever. Right. But I got out of restaurants in 2013 mm-hmm. and going from 50, 60 hours as a kitchen manager to all of a sudden being in the music scene. Right. You know, these bands that I thought were out forever I guess they were just starting out <laughs> that's right yeah so those are like the boondocks days right? yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah boondocks open mic days and uh so Nick was your drummer for a bit that's right and Nick Knacks and you guys were playing at open mics and Nick Nick Mascolo is our drummer now for 60 foot giant and I knew the day that I wanted to steal him from you mm-hmm. <laughs> You guys were playing at open mics, and open mics was a music uh, store at that time. Right. And Nick was playing, and he stood up as he does, and he's destroying his kit. And he just walked away from his kit and sat down in another kit and played on that, and then stood up and walked over to another <laughs> kit. I said, I don't know who this dude is, but I want to jam with that guy. And um, and now he's in Sixty Foot Giant, and uh, it's amazing. He's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Right. And I I feel like the luckiest guy. In the world, for the two bands that I, uh, I've been in the last 10 years, 60 Foot Giant and Lost Satellite, mm-hmm. uh, I don't play an instrument. I'm the singer. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're a singer out there and you want to do some fun stuff, just find some amazing musicians, right. you know, really. Yeah, not you a know? slouch in that bunch there. At all. Yeah, no. and then you can just do whatever you want, you know. Yeah. I get to be silly. They're great. It works out. <laughs> um, but awesome. Uh, so you guys just put out a record? Yes. Tank top? That's yeah. right. Yep. They uh, released a, an EP um, in January of this year, and then we released a split EP with the Doonies as well, mm-hmm. and then we're also in the process of recording another album. Bringing the split EP back. That's I'm right. in. Yeah. I like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so the Doonies are, uh, they're playing the pineapple stage. They're kind of that after party market uh, at the pineapple stage. Um, how'd you get hooked up with them? Um well, it's kind of hard to pigeonhole a lot of the band's genres in this town. Wouldn't I agree. you say it's it's yeah. like a good mix of a lot of things? And mm-hmm. I feel like, as far as tank top goes, mm-hmm. the Doonies is the closest best pairing because there's no two bands in this town that really sound mm-hmm. the same. But um, I think it was probably uh, Chris and Carter or JC and Carter that mm-hmm. ma- made that happen. I wasn't really involved in that gotcha. decision making process, yeah, but it, it's like it's a perfect pairing. The Doonies seem to always just be doing their own thing. Yeah. So when they kind of show up, I'm like, okay, Doonies are here. Right. You know, like, and it's always a party. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're, they're, they're fun. Uh, I call them kids. They're probably not as young as I think they are. Mm-hmm. But, um, and uh, Zed Moore's coming out with a new album soon too, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah. We've got our first full length album. Uh, it's going to be released. We're going to start taking pre-orders for a vinyl. We're going to do a limited run of vinyl. There you it's go. It's going to be 10 songs. I'm in. 
Excellent. And then we're also in the writing process of the, the next album as well. First full length? This is your first full length? That's right. Yep. So we released an EP in 2018. Mm -hmm. And um, those songs have been remixed and remastered. Mm -hmm. And then we've also added five previously unreleased songs gotcha. to, to equal ten, a 10 song album. Yeah. That's a heavy hitter band, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> who, 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 who's in that band? That's uh, that's me on guitar, uh, Bradley Burton Rodriguez on lead vocals, mm -hmm. Alex Petrovsky on drums. Oh, he's a. That's what I'm saying. He's a metronome. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would go and see his band, Local Five One Eight, play at the Hustler. That was that was like my. Those were my days. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Wednesday night, open mic nights there, and uh, yeah, Elephant Gun. Yeah. All those guys. We had mm -hmm. we had some fun at the Slur. So I was in a band called Grindstone then, and it was Local 518 that gave us the opportunity to play on stage for the first time. So nice. forever indebted to them, and we'd go and watch them every Wednesday night. And, you know, just like Ernie shreds a guitar and Nick tears up a drum set, so does Alex Petrovsky. Yeah. Man. And it's just like, you know. And Dave, right? Was, is on bass? Is that? Dave Clark? No. He, uh, oh, David for, for five one eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh, stories. Yeah, ridiculous. Jocko's yeah. nephew. Yeah, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, what what a band, man. <laughs> um, so I'd watch him do, you know, these this progressive funk music. That's the best way I could describe local five one eight instrumental. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, be like, I want to see this guy do some rock music. Right. Yeah. Like, and so, uh, as I mentioned, you know, the knickknacks had a bit of a falling out for a mm -hmm. little while, and in the meantime, I wanted to start a new band and. Uh, Bradley Burton reached out to me. He's like, I'm looking for someone to collaborate with, to write songs with. It's like, I, th I think he's one of the best songwriters in the area, if not the best. Yeah. And it's like, well, who are we going to get to drum? Duh, Alex Petrosky. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I've got uh, Rich Garahan, Rich Jackson on bass. And then at Space Coast Music Festival, we'll actually be debuting our keyboard player, Brendan Hassan, your old neighbor. Awesome. He lives right across the street from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're a five piece now and uh, we've actually, we're kicking off our rehearsals tonight. So it's week long rehearsal for getting ready for the main stage. Cool. Yeah. You want to talk about your, we don't have to give out, you know, the, the imagery or anything, but do you want to talk about your uh, artwork for your um, tank top? And Absolutely. So yeah. the, uh, song that you heard at the beginning is the motions mm -hmm. off of the ep and uh the artwork was done by mitchell willard who does uh apocalypse dimension so he's actually on the cover of livewire magazine this month he has yeah. a very distinct style and it's he, really cool he made the um if you attended the festival last year and you saw the uh, spacemen that were on either side of the main stage yeah. which we'll have again this year uh mitchell willard made those yeah, yeah. with the tvs for heads yeah that's so yeah. He, he's the best i yeah. uh, I want to see him uh, get into animation or something. Right. I'd, I'd watch that cartoon every day. Right. He's got such a cool <laughs> style. It's like Disney on acid or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Ian Soden actually did the uh, your guitarist for Lost Satellite. He yeah. did the uh, he did the artwork for the Zedmore album that's going to be released. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's epic. Yes. Yeah, Ian's amazing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He's kind of my great brother-in-law now, too, a little bit. Uh, he's been dating uh, my brother's wife's sister for years now wow so every family function now it's uh ian's there and it's it's great he's like yep. a brother he's yeah. a great guy but um ian as an artist um if you're looking around um he did the um the mural on the front of uh intra correct he did the mural at uh island root cava bar 
Uh, he did the uh, mural in the li library of the FIT. Mm -hmm. um, frog Bones. He did the Frog Bones mural. Mm -hmm. Like he's a stellar artist and, yeah. he's, and he's everywhere. And right there are pineapples on the second floor. Yes, the jellyfish. You see it from the street. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that's right. The, the and he's the most quiet person mm -hmm. about his art. He probably won't even talk to you about it because he doesn't really know what to say, humble. but he's amazing. He's yeah, he's very humble. He does yeah. He does the majority of the artwork for the Intracoastal cans yeah. as well, and they always have the coolest design on yeah. those cans. And as you know, John said, he's uh, a guitarist. He's probably one of the better songwriters in the area too. That's right. Like he's, he's just an all-around guy that, you know, probably should be in, again, in like Nashville mm -hmm. or, you know, L.A. or something, just tearing it up. Yeah, thriving. Yeah, but he loves it here. Cool. Bradley Rodriguez, man. Yes. What's uh, going on with that? Well, Brad also has a passion for country music, mm -hmm. and we've both spent time in Nashville. Mm -hmm. uh, my family still lives up there. So he wanted to do a countryside project and asked me to be lead guitar. And uh, we've got Dave Clark on bass and Michael Simpson on drums, where there's a few other collaborators that we're talking to. We want to bring in fiddle. We want to bring in lap steel, banjo, make it really mm -hmm. authentic. So right now it's... It's kind of leaning more towards southern rock, but you know that's that's kind of it's kind of you know southern that's rockabilly. Rock. Yeah, <laughs> that that's a, that's too. a drama. Yeah. yeah, some Scots. That's right, yeah. Brian. Uh, Brian, not Brian Jonestown. What was his Brian Setzer Orchestra? Yeah, right. That there was you go. Rockabilly. That's yeah. fun. Mm -hmm. um, that's more swing, but uh, yeah, <laughs> straight straight cats was the rock. Straight cats. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same guy, right? right. So yeah, we're playing on the Intracoastal stage at six o'clock. That's all original country music, all written by Brad. And uh, you're like the only country band in the in the whole thing. And besides Blue Diamond Band, we might be the only country band in Brevard <laughs> County. <laughs> so, so I got yelled at last year by a music store owner, I won't say who, <laughs> mm -hmm. about why don't we include more country music stuff. And sure, where are they? <laughs> thank you. Exactly. Thank like you. apply. Mm -hmm. You know, Just apply. Well, when it comes to original music, it's you know it's. It's different, right? You know, because we don't do covers. We could have country covers all day long. We, we play both genres, country and yeah, western. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, apply. I'm getting hit up right now by people. Why aren't we on the show? It's like I don't know. Why aren't you on the show? Mm -hmm. Did you but, apply? Yeah. Have you um, ever seen String Daddy? Wait, is that no? I'm thinking of Jesse Strings or no? no it's uh, String Daddy. Jimmy, um, Jimmy Z, and uh, and he's got a fiddle player with him. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, used to be um, in uh, Fighting the Silence, I think. Remember that band? Back yeah. In the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were great. Uh, anyways, that's the only fiddle player I know. Chargood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Chargood. She's not exactly rock country. No, but she? she's a fiddle player. She that is, girl yeah. can play. Oh, no, she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why she doesn't get involved either. Oh, maybe booked. Booked. Or, I mean, a, a lot of this is, it's a charity event, so it's a, right. a lot of the bands, uh, or all the bands are volunteer time, basically. Right. Um, and I get it that some musicians that uh, want to make money. I mean, I get it. I want to make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Uh, Exposure. Yeah. So if you want to support the bands, um, you can hit them up. They, I'm sure they have a cash app. Uh, give them some donation themselves. Uh, but everyone that wants to has the opportunity to bring merch. Right. And we'll have some tents set up for bands to sell merch. 
Uh, so that would be a great way to support some of these artists that are donating their time uh, to f perform is just to buy some stuff from them. Uh, so maybe one less beer and buy a t-shirt, you know, something like that. Or it's all... That's a good compromise. Yeah, you know, yeah. something like that. I don't know. Uh, so what... Uh, other than performance and your students, mm -hmm. what are you looking forward to at the uh, festival? Seeing all the bands, definitely, yeah. yeah. And um, really looking forward to that, uh, the super villains on the main mm -hmm. stage. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. uh, that's gonna be fun. We, uh, the restaurant I worked at, we had them and Nappy Roots one year as right. our uh, Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. Super villains are. That, that, that was when um, Melby wasn't there. Right. right, it was all in the in the parking lot. No, well, that was an event. The Christmas party gotcha. was actually at the old levels. If you remember, oh, levels, yeah. yeah, Bears Furniture or something out yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bear Furniture now. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, that was pretty insane. Um, but they always put on a good show. I, I mean, Dom and Scar, the whole guy, like, I mean, they are a party band. Mm -hmm. They're a party. You don't want to miss it. Yeah, they're, they're just getting off of a, a Colorado run, mm -hmm. uh, so they're just coming off. They're tour. always torn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. busy guys. Super professional. Um, drummer sings. You don't get to see that very right. often. I yeah. love that. Uh, and, and, yeah, it is that beachside rock and roll, uh, you know, flavor. Yeah. Kind of punk rock. Yeah, you know, a little, little pepper and a little bit of stick figure and a little bit of, you know, slightly stupid. I mean, they, but they're, they're, they're their whole, you know, they have a unique sound. Yeah. yeah they really do. They're, yeah. they're badass. Yeah. We were trying to get some uh, marketing together of like our, I mean, they're supervillains, right? Mm -hmm. So we were going to get our uh, spaceman like as a superhero fighting <laughs> supervillains. <laughs> Couldn't get it together though. We're not as, we're not there yet with our, no. you know, technology and artistry, I guess. But, um, and do time and do time. And, yeah. and listen, it's, it's about the music, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. We had a great time with Derek Gores, like doing the blue tape, you know, on the stage and mm -hmm. everything else. And Mitchell was out front, and you know, there was a lot of volunteers trying to, you know, make the festival as big as it is. And it's just volunteer driven. I mean, if there's somebody out there who thinks that they can contribute, mm -hmm. we're, I mean, you're still recruiting for volunteers for for the day of and and also before, correct? A thousand percent, a thousand exactly. Percent, yeah, yeah. Hit us up. So calling for, all volunteers. Yeah, um, artists. Um, if you, uh, if you're. Um, a high school student that needs bright future hours, we are a nonprofit. We can sign off on those. Wow. Um, any sort of community service, mm -hmm. um, for the most part, we you know can help you out with that. Uh, and so this is a great way to participate in something fun and get some hours knocked out. Hundred percent. That's a yeah. good idea. Right, yeah. future thing is a good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So how many do you need? I can't remember. My kids do it. How many do you need to get signed off on hours-wise? Oh, know. I have no clue what the total amount of hours right. are for Bright Futures. But you're talking about quite a few hours. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. if you worked all day, I mean, you're talking like, you know, 8 to 10. Yeah, I'm saying when I was a kid, 14 if hours, I got yeah. signed off and all, and go listen to bands and clean up oh, stuff, 100%. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's way easier than uh, volunteering at the library. hundred, Yeah. yeah. 14-hour day and you get, right. you know, get to yeah. party all day. No, I was picking up litter in the mangroves in Hollywood Beach yeah. when I was in high school. <laughs> right. get Trying to get my hours. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it wasn't as cool as just hanging out listening to music. Uh, yeah, I was right. just thinking that's so... Yeah. That'd be so easy to, to pitch. Yeah. You want to go listen to bands and, and hang out for the whole day? Well, <laughs> and, you know, I'll give the Southern bless their heart. But, um, you know, everything is very systematic when you're trying to get things 
you know, so when I've reached out to say, hey, Bright Futures and all this stuff, uh, you know, let us help, you know, everyone, they go through their systems and it's just, it's been harder to get that word about, out. Are you than, talking about a red tape and bureaucracy? I am talking <laughs> about red tape and bureaucracy. I don't know much about that. Yeah. <laughs> Being yeah. in the finance business, I don't know much about that. <laughs> Last year we had some uh, Bright Futures online, but the festival f uh, fell on the same day as prom. So none of the kids showed up uh, well. because it was prom, and they'd rather oh. go to prom than get their hours, I guess. Right. But um, which I get. I mean, but there's a setup, you know, the day before. There's breakdown the day after, probably. I mean, there's going to be opportunities. There's going to be anybody to participate. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Excellent. I can't believe it's already been like 50 minutes. I know, right? That went fast. I know. We're almost upon the hour. Um, any housekeeping? Uh, well, again, welcome back, Jesse. Oh, thank you. Uh, Jesse, you do have a Kickstarter out there, is that right? Or not uh, Kickstarter. GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Yeah. 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 If, uh, if, if, you're, if you're curious, I can send a link. Um, yeah. But, uh, Jesse got ran over by a truck, and we're happy that he's alive. Yeah. 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 Um, Thankful he'll still be upright and not drooling. Yeah. You know? uh, we had another volunteer. Uh, actually, she's been a big part of Harbor City and uh, Rachel Gray that uh, in July had an aneurysm right and at the same time we were in the hospital yeah, at the same time wow. and is very much lucky to be alive but she's got something set up to uh help with her hospital bills um and then if you're interested in art music education community and you want to get involved uh hit us up we have you know opportunities for helping with our mission our purpose to um, you know, promote those things throughout our community and in turn bring it back to education, uh, build our uh, career and community school. Uh, and we also have a stockpile of instruments. Uh, so if you cannot afford an, uh, an instrument, you want to get involved in music locally, uh, and hit us up. We can probably help you out. If we don't have it, we can help locate it for you. Uh, we also have our uh, Wickham Road Music's uh, Harbor City Scholarship. If you can't afford lessons, uh, we can help you with that. That's what we do with a lot of the proceeds of these uh, events is we help kiddos that can't afford these things get involved. Um, unfortunately, those are the type of kids that get locked out of these opportunities, and we say no. Let us help you. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to ask for help, but... Tell your parents, and I'm <laughs> there's sure. resources out there. Exactly, you know? exactly. That's great what you're doing, Steve. Thank you yeah. so Thank much, you. man. As a music educator, seriously. Thank <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, so yeah, November 5th, uh, we will be doing a pre-event yoga at 10:30 to 11:30. That's going to be through uh, the Yogi Pierogi and Yoga with Koa. Uh, she does her rock and flow every Saturday morning at 10:30. Uh, local musicians uh, play acoustically at her yoga studio, uh, but November 5th, it'll be in the uh, park, uh, All Galley Square. Uh, Nick Mascola will be playing some acoustic for you, and uh, Amanda Wolf and uh, Koa Mascola will be leading the yoga. Uh, it's a donation-based, so you don't uh, have to you know, pay uh, up front. Just show up, participate, donation-based yoga. Uh, and, and then the music will start at noon, and with the supervillains starting at 8.15. Uh, there are seven stages, uh, so definitely get the opportunity to l walk around. Uh, we have the, the times posted at spacecoastrocks.com, uh, and we're pretty much going to shut off the vendor link in the next day or two, 
So if you're a vendor that was waiting for the last moment, this is it. <laughs> time uh, has come. Yeah, time has come. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so uh, you know all the times are posted. We'll have the times at the event. Uh, also, Kogo Buzz uh, down in EGED is providing free Wi-Fi for the event. Yep. And when you log into their free Wi-Fi, uh, you can also get a link that has the um, the, the map and the stages uh, right at your cell phone. Um, awesome. But you can stop by the Harbor City tent, and we'll have more information. Um, there will be a pre-fest event at Intracoastal. That's going to be a Best Fest. Uh, Best Supporting Actor is a band that's been around for a while. Uh, Steve Keller is part of Harbor City Local, and he's going to throw a, a pre-fest party there uh, with some heavy hitters like Paging and Mr. Herman. Uh, and, and there's also a pre-fest party at Pineapples the day before. Uh, there's going to be some DJs, uh, a lot of raffles. Uh, we're going to uh, raffle off some uh, Space Coast merch as well as uh, some other art and things there. Uh, so there's a few pre-fest opportunities to have some fun. Uh, we are working on some uh, links for uh, cheaper hotel rooms. Uh, so like the the Hilton Hotel in Melbourne has given us a code that we've been putting out through our uh, social media that you can get a discounted room. Uh, and, and then Uber in, Uber out. Uh, sometimes they provide a shuttle to maybe get you close. Uh, where we'll be posting parking if you're just that type that doesn't like Uber. Because uh, parking, it's EGAD. Parking's an issue, guys. Carpool. You know? Yeah. Ride a bike, walk. If your complaint after the event is was parking, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I guess I'm okay with that complaint until they build that parking garage. Um, and hey, if you have complaints about a free volunteer-run music festival, please volunteer next year. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Exactly. God, Thank that's, you. That's, that's the most <laughs> nicest passive-aggressive right. comment. Yeah. I mean, it's that, not directed at a, one particular it's person. An art. <laughs> <laughs> that's an art. He's like, if you want to complain, yeah. f you. <laughs> <laughs> In so many words. And as always, Harbor City Local is a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, and we, if you want to connect on some community events, hit us up. Uh, we did Punk in the Park this year as well as Space Coast Music Festival. We're always looking forward to uh, more networking opportunities. Uh, and if you want to get involved with our school and you see some uh, ways to create some funding there, uh, and let's talk. Um, but for any final comments, guys? Looking forward to the show, man. Yeah. Thank you for putting it all together. I'm, I'm glad we met, man. Yeah. This is going to be good. Cool. It's going to be really good. Uh, Space Coast Music Fest brought to you by Morgan Financial. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks, man. Um, why don't you lead us out to uh, our outro? This is Stand by Zetamore. Um, this was a single or was this yes. a... Yeah, this was just a single. It wasn't yep. on an EP. Is, it, it, is this going to be on the new... Album. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pre-sale start when? Uh, today. <laughs> as there soon you as go. you hear this podcast, is an exclusive for uh, Harbor City Local Podcast. All right, well, let's bring these guys on.
Of the 